Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A new straw poll shows Dr. Ben Carson winning the Republican nomination for president. We interview Dr. Ben Carson, the world-renowned neurosurgeon. We ask him the question you all want to know, and he says yes, plus Senator Bill Armstrong. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an amazing first-person interview exclusive with Dr. Ben Carson. We ask him perhaps the most important question that's on everybody's mind out there, and he says yes. Wait till you see what Dr. Ben Carson says on this TV show. But first, let's talk about the Western Conservative Summit. Here in Colorado, uh, where this show is based, we have an annual conference. It's led by former United States Senator Bill Armstrong and former State Senator uh, John Andrews, who are basically the leaders of Colorado Christian University. This Christian University in Denver with, with campuses here in Colorado Springs leads an annual summit. And it's the biggest conservative show west of Washington, D.C. every year. I mean, in Washington, maybe some of you have seen CPAC. It gathers maybe uh, uh, five or 6,000 conservatives with all the big headline speakers. And, uh, you know, there's another one in Washington, the Values Voters Summit, led by the FRC and Tony Perkins. They have, you know, probably uh, maybe a couple of thousand attendees. But the one in the middle, maybe the second largest conservative summit every year, happens here in Denver, the Western Conservative Summit, where we were able to grab backstage interviews with celebrities like Senator Ted Cruz, uh, Senator Mike Lee from Utah, and Dr. Ben Carson. We are so privileged to have him on this show. In a few minutes, you'll hear from him. But first, here's the news. The Denver Post reports that Dr. Ben Carson and Senator Ted Cruz and Sarah Palin were the top picks of over 600 voters at the Western Conservative Summit straw poll for president in 2016. All three were speakers at the three-day event that concluded Sunday at Denver's Hyatt Regency Hotel. And Ben Carson, a renowned neurosurgeon, received 22% of the vote. And the second and third place winners in the straw poll were Senator Ted Cruz at 13% and uh, former governor of Alaska and vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin with 12%. And the ballot also included uh, perhaps another dozen or so Republicans. Here are the rest of the people on that list in the order in which they placed in the poll. Fourth place came to Governor Bobby Jindal of Louisiana and also uh, former Senator Rick Santorum, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, Senator from Kentucky Rand Paul, the former New York State Lieutenant Governor Betsy McAfee, and Representative Alan West, who we're gonna interview and, and show you on our show in a, in a few days. Also, Representative Paul Ryan was on the list, Michelle Bachman, Jeb Bush, and look, the last place of anybody getting a significant amount of votes was Governor Chris Christie, the Republican from New Jersey, who is, many believe, uh, pro-homosexual. So he didn't, 
resonate very well with the real conservatives who voted at the Western Conservative Summit. Although he does, uh, does well in other polls, including those by liberal Democrats with the New York Times. So these votes were accepted in person via text and online. This event, the Western Conservative Summit, drew 3,300 people, said the director, John Andrews, uh, of the Centennial Institute, and the conservative think tank at Colorado Christian University in Lakewood. Uh, DailyCaller.com reports there's a strong movement out to draft Dr. Ben Carson as a Republican nominee to become the next president, and a group urging him to enter the race, the National Draft Ben Carson for President Committee, is raising money and arguing that this result in the straw poll is shows that he has uh, real <coughs> gravitas, that he can be elected. So here's an interview I'm gonna show you, just one minute from Fox News after he won the straw poll. Here is Dr. Ben Carson, and he notice he does not say that he's running for president. Watch this video from Fox. You, you made news in Colorado in the last couple of days. You want a straw poll out there? And you know, you, you, you turn on the radio and you hear this group drafting you to run for the White House, to run for the presidency. I mean, what, what, what is your view on that right now? As, as you, I, I'm sure you're complimented by it, but is it something you'd make a move on? Well, you know, I certainly didn't give it uh, much uh, thought early on, but every place I go now, you know, I was at a Costco book signing last night, there were just hundreds of people, all, I mean, so enthusiastic. It happens every place I go. You know, I can't simply ignore it. So I am starting to think about it, but it, it certainly wasn't in my bucket list when I retired. Still? But I'm thinking about it. I got you. <laughs> you got some time. <laughs> we'll talk again. Thank all you. Right, Your thank timing you. was perfect given this ruling we just got out of Washington. Dr. Ben Carson, Absolutely. appreciate it. Thank you. Isn't that fascinating? Notice he is a little bit evasive on his answer and he did not tell Fox News that he's running for president even after winning the Western Conservative poll that says he's the top nominee if he wants to run in the Republican Party in 2016. But we have an exclusive interview with Dr. Ben Carson and I asked him a different question and he said yes. So we're gonna have that after a short break. Uh, when we come back, Dr. Ben Carson, ladies and gentlemen. And after Dr. Ben Carson, I'm also gonna interview Senator Bill Armstrong, who leads Colorado Christian University, leads the entire uh, Western Conservative Summit movement. Uh, let's pray the scriptures here from Psalm 53. Would you pray with me for a moment? Father in heaven, we do pray in Jesus' name from Psalm 53. And God, we know that you are looking down from heaven upon the sons of men to see if there's anyone who understands, anyone who seeks after God. And God, we pray that you would select a president, whoever it is, that seeks after God and help us to run with that person and elect them president in 2016. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break and then the interview you've all been waiting for, Dr. Ben Carson. Discerning the spirits that rule our politicians, Dr. Chaps will be right back. Let's take a stand with Israel today. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. And sign a petition to defend Israel, who is America's closest ally, certainly in the Middle East, if not in the entire world. We remember watching Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu give that speech at the UN when he warned about the making of an Islamic nuclear bomb, and that is being forged in Iran. But what are we doing now? The USA is 
negotiating with the Europeans to allow Iran to continue to develop nuclear material. Well, that's not right. Do we really trust this man, Hassan Rouhani, the president of Iran, who is the former nuclear weapons chief? You don't think they're gonna build a nuclear bomb when his predecessor, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, literally threatened to wipe Israel off the map of history. Now, we need to take a stand. Why is American foreign policy to fund the Muslim Brotherhood? Let's sign a petition to stop that. Stop sending our taxpayer dollars to fund the Muslim Brotherhood. And let's also sign a petition to protect the Jewish homeland. Both of those are available today at our website, PrayInJesusName.org. And when you sign those petitions, we will fax them to Congress. Instead, the failed foreign policy of the Obama administration, starting with Hillary Clinton and now John Kerry, is pressuring Israel to give up Jerusalem? Why? We should never divide the eternal capital of Israel, which is Jerusalem, and we should move the American embassy there. But instead, now the Obama administration is unfreezing the Iranian bank accounts, sending $7 billion to them on the hope of empty promises that maybe they'll stop their nuclear program. Let's defend Israel. The Jewish people are our friends. They have a right to security in their homeland. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign that petition right now. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. You're watching PIJN News. I'm at the Western Conservative Summit in Denver, Colorado, and we have a real celebrity. It's such a privilege to interview Dr. Ben Carson. Welcome, Dr. Carson. Thank you, nice to be here. Thank you. Now, I first became aware of you, gosh, it must have been 10, 20 years ago, when you were on the 700 Club as yes. the boy wonder who became a neurosurgeon, or, <laughs> or maybe you rose from the depths of poverty. poverty. Yeah. Tell our people, if they don't know where you came from, a little of your story. Well, I grew up in the inner city of Detroit, and uh, product of a single uh, parent home. My parents got divorced early on. My mother discovered that her husband was a bigamist. She had gotten married when she was 13 and was one of 24 children had the responsibility of trying to raise us by herself. She only had a third grade education. But she was a person who would never make excuses and never accept excuses from us and refused to be a victim and wouldn't let us be victims and made us read books. As much as we thought that was child abuse, we had to do it. And your mother loved you enough to discipline you. She did. And, and she made us uh, give her two book reports each week, which she couldn't read, but we didn't know that. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, it, it completely changed our lives. You know, I became a neurosurgeon, my brother became a rocket scientist, and, um, you know, the Lord blessed me with an incredible medical career. I, I couldn't have written out of a career like that if you'd set me in front of a computer and say, type out the career you want to have. How many years as a doctor and what level did you rise to? Well, I became the director of pediatric neurosurgery at Johns Hopkins, held that position for 29 years, was a professor of neurosurgery, oncology, plastic surgery, and pediatrics and uh, just had uh, a marvelous career at Johns Hopkins and decided to retire last year and thought I would relax, uh, but uh, the Lord had a different plan for my life. <laughs> <laughs> we see that unfolding now. Uh, it seems to be unfolding quite dramatically, but you know, uh, we have a different patient now. The patient is the United States of America, which is very sick and has deviated far from the path that was prescribed for it. So you're a patriot, you believe in the Constitution, uh, and obviously your expertise in the medical field, the healthcare field. You came to prominence, was it just over a year ago when you gave a speech at the National Prayer Breakfast? What, what did you say? Well, I said a lot of things. and You know, I didn't know what I was gonna say, quite frankly, until the morning of the prayer breakfast. 
but I knew I was supposed to say something because it was too unusual a circumstance. I had done it uh, 16 years earlier, and I wasn't aware that anybody ever did it twice. And then I found out one person did, and that was Billy Graham. So I said, those are some pretty big shoes to fill. <laughs> but President but, uh, Obama was in the audience that day? President Obama, uh, Vice President uh, Biden, uh, several senators, a lot of people were there. And um, I just really spoke from my heart of, about the things that I really felt were hurting us as a nation, uh, political correctness being one of them. Uh, our, our loss of our spiritual uh, base was one of them the way that we're destroying our future with our fiscal irresponsibility, um, arrogance, um, and you know our taxation system that instead of uh, promoting uh, the economic engine depresses it. And uh, you know people seem to really resonate with the message. What so, was the reaction from the crowd or, or later on after you gave that speech? Well, of course, the, the crowd gave a prolonged standing ovation. They, they were just cheering like crazy. Uh, I'm sure the president probably wasn't all that thrilled. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> he took it as a criticism, perhaps, of Obamacare and his policies of socialist promotion instead of free market medicine. Exactly. And uh, you know, basically, that's what's going on in our nation right now. You know, we are in a battle. Are we going to continue to go down the path of big government intervention in our lives and control of every aspect of everything we do? Or are we going to return to a nation that is for of and by the people? Uh, we have to make that decision. And uh, no one uh, will be responsible uh, for what happens except us, the people. That's absolutely right. Uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask uh, Dr. Carson the question that everybody has probably already asked him. I'm sure we're not going to get anything new, but you don't want to miss the second half of our interview with Dr. Ben Carson. We'll be right back. Making your voice heard in our nation's capital, Dr. Chaps will be right back. As a Christian minister, I believe the Bible and I believe in spiritual gifts. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12 that the gift of discerning of spirits is available to you. The ability to see angels or demons or the Holy Spirit. In fact, I've written two amazing books that I want you to have today. And you can visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org to get either one of these resources. The first is my PhD dissertation on this particular topic. It's called, How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. Ignatius of Loyola on the Gift of Discerning of Spirits in Church Ethics. If you want an exciting theology book that's challenging and intellectual, that goes into the classic theology of Ignatius of Loyola, how he was influenced by men like John Cashin and Thomas Akempis, how he influenced later theologians like Karl Rahner and Timothy Gallagher, then you will love this resource, maybe for your pastor, or if you're a counselor, or a serious Bible student, this is a theology book and you're gonna love it. Or maybe you want something more fun. I've also written a different book, which is more of a popular book. Uh, it's called The Demons of Barack Obama, and it applies my theology of discerning of spirits to the 44th president of the United States. I used an article written by my friend David Barton on 50 events in his presidency and I tried to discover, is he being influenced by the Holy Spirit or by angels or by maybe some other spirits? What is behind the president? So if you want a popular book that's fun to read, it's available for $20 or if you want an academic book 
that could be used for serious Bible students, it's available for $35. Or maybe you want both of these, they're both available for $50. A, a donation of any amount will go towards sending these books to you. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and get both of these resources for your family. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're joined again by my new friend, Dr. Ben Carson. Welcome back, Dr. Carson. Thank you. So, politically, what, is, what do you see needs to be done in America? How can we improve the economy or improve medicine? Or, or what's your broader vision? Well, uh, first of all, we need to deal with the, with the bleeding before we die. The bleeding is uncontrolled debt and it's just rising dramatically, $18 trillion we're approaching right now. To pay that back, if you paid it back at a rate of $1 billion every day, it would take you 50 years. I mean, this is a ridiculous amount of money. And uh, that threatens the future. And the only reason we can sustain that kind of debt is because we are the reserve currency of the world. If that situation changes, which many are already calling for because of our fiscal responsibility, we'll no longer be able to print money. Uh, we will experience an economic crash like nothing we've ever seen before. Uh, Occupy Wall Street will be a walk in a park, and that's why there's some urgency. We've got to get people in office who actually understand that, who understand fiscal responsibility, who have read the neo-Marxist literature and know that they have prescribed uncontrollable debt as the me mechanism for destroying America. Uh, unless we know what we're fighting, we will fall into the trap like innocent little lambs, and we will destroy this country. Well, more broadly, is there a way to grow a capitalist economy so that we can pay off our debt, or do we just have to stop government spending, or, or combination? Well, uh, we have the most powerful economic engine the world has ever known. You just got to take the heavy foot of government off of the neck of business and industry. You have to reform the tax code. You have to make it something that's reasonable and that incentivizes people rather than disincentivizes them. You got to get rid of the kind of regulations like uh, Obamacare, which makes it incredibly difficult, particularly for middle-sized and small businesses. So uh, yes, we can grow it. We need to reduce the size of government. You know, in 2010, if you took the income of everybody who made $69,000 and above, uh, you're talking $5.1 trillion. Uh, the federal budget that year was $3.5 trillion, 60% of everything the middle class and above makes. It's too big. Uh, so obviously, it needs to be reduced uh, in a reasonable way by attrition. If you let it reduce by attrition in four to five years, it'll be down to a size that it needs to be. It seems like uh, in, in the health care policy of the Obama administration, they're giving away free health care to poor people, but they're taking it away from hardworking Americans. Sure. Is that sustainable in the long run? Of course not. Uh, income redistribution. Uh, it makes people feel good who don't really understand economics and what the long-term implications are. But, you know, we have the ability to provide excellent health care for everyone in this nation using logic and common sense, using health savings accounts, um, which are under the control of individuals and their physicians, and there, has, there need not be any middle person in between. And by a couple of tweaks, for instance, giving people the ability to shift money in their HSAs within their family, you can take care of almost anything that comes up, and it accumulates. You don't lose it if you don't use it. Tell us, tell us about your book. Well, the book is called One Nation, 
And the reason it's called One Nation is because the strength of this nation comes from unity. And we have so many forces now that are trying to divide us, drive wedge into any crack that they can find to create a war on everything. War on women, racial wars, income wars, age wars, religious wars, you name it. Um, and to create such dissatisfaction that people will be willing to say, let's consider some other form of government, when in fact, our form of government is perfectly fine. It's excellent if we would follow it. We need to put the Constitution up there and follow it. One Nation is available on Amazon, and this is the last question. Maybe you've been asked before, I really don't know. Um, but if it, there's a growing movement, and your popularity is growing, and there's a movement now to draft Ben Carson for president, uh, can you envision any circumstances possible in the future where if enough people supported you and offered you the nomination or, uh, for President of the United States, can you envision a scenario where you might be able to say, okay? Uh, yeah, I can envision a scenario. Um, you know, my hope is that someone else comes along who really, you know, galvanizes people and understands how to do things. But if that doesn't happen and people are still clamoring for that, uh, I would have to give it serious consideration. Fantastic. You heard it here. He would be willing to consider. <laughs> Maybe he said it everywhere else. I don't know. Uh, but thank you, Dr. Ben Carson. Absolutely. It's an honor to talk with you. It's My an honor pleasure. to have you on our show. Thank God you bless so much. you. You too. We'll be right back after this short break. This is PIJN News. Do you care about defending the Constitution? Sign a petition today to defend your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. You know, left-wing crazies go on these shooting sprees, but then the Democrats, like Joseph Biden, are using this as a pretext to take guns away from law-abiding citizens. Can you believe they literally want to publish the mental health records of military veterans so that they don't pass background checks so they can't exercise their rights when they come home? Senator Harry Reid, the leader, changed the filibuster rules. Why? So he could stack the courts with gun-grabbing judges. Here are three of President Obama's nominees, Pillard, Millett, and Wilkins, couldn't get confirmed, but now they're on the court and they're allowing the DC police to fingerprint all law-abiding gun owners? That's not right. Sign a petition today, defend your Second Amendment rights. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're joined again at the Western Conservative Summit in Denver, Colorado by the main organizer, I mean the main cause de celeb, the reason people come to the Western Conservative Summit, uh, Senator Bill Armstrong from Colorado. Welcome, Senator. Thank you for your shameless exaggeration. I'm <laughs> delighted to be with you. Thank you for coming to the Western Conservative Summit. Yes, now you're a retired United States Senator. You were elected by the people of Colorado. Talk briefly about your career and then uh, what are you doing now? Well, I'm the president of Colorado Christian University and have, uh, in fact, it'll be eight years this, uh, this summer. And I was uh, in Washington for 18 years, 12 years in the House of Rep or 12 years in the Senate, and six years in the House of Representatives. But uh, deep down inside, I'm really a businessman. So my life has been uh, business, politics, and now for eight years, higher education. And talk about CCU. What is the mission, and what is your vision for that Christian university? God has called us to raise up a generation of men and women to follow in the footsteps of William Wilberforce and Patrick Henry and Florence Nightingale and Susan B. Anthony and Ronald Reagan and Clarence Thomas and Billy Graham and Bill Bright to turn things around for our country. And so that's what we're doing. 
and Jesus Christ. I see the Jesus pin right there on your lapel. Well, Jesus is our leader. Yeah. Jesus is the hope of the world. At CCU, our belief is that it's really very simple. Uh, our ultimate loyalty, our greatest love, is for our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. He, he is the beacon. He is the light of the world. And uh, so I do wear his name in my uh, lapel, and I often give those pins to people. In fact, when I do, I hand it to them and I say, hold out your palm, because I'm a Jesus name dropper, and I want to drop the name of Jesus right into the palm of your, your hand. So would you do that? Our, our show is PIJN News, or Pray in Jesus Name News. Maybe you've heard my story. I was a chaplain in the Navy who dared to pray in Jesus' name. I was punished for that, but then I was vindicated by Congress. So as a chaplain, I am the church and I am the state. As a senator, you are the state, you know, but you're also now the church uh, as president of CCU. Um, can I have your Jesus pin? You can indeed. <laughs> I, am a, I am a Jesus name dropper, and it would give me great pleasure to drop that right in the palm of your hand. Well, this is a privilege. On the condition that yes. you'll wear it. I will wear this. I will wear it with pride. I am so privileged to be with uh, Republican Senator Bill Armstrong. Thank you for the work that you do for CCU and organizing the Western Conservative Summit. Your leadership is desperately needed, and, and keep up the great work. Thanks for coming. Great to have you with us. Thanks very much. Thank you. Senator Bill Armstrong. Discerning the spirits that rule our politicians, Dr. Chaps will be right back. Can I take a moment to ask you to donate today? There are such important battles that we're fighting and winning around the country to defend religious liberty. How much is the right to pray in Jesus' name worth to you? Well, to me, it was worth a 16-year career and a million-dollar pension, which I sacrificed to defend Jesus Christ. I'm asking you to call us today, toll-free at 866-Obey-God, and make a donation. How much would you pay to defend religious liberty? Would you give $10 or $20 or $100? I bet there's some people who are watching who can even give $1,000 today just to help us stay on the air, to broadcast this into people's homes, to organize these petition drives, and especially, we spend thousands of dollars organizing rallies around the country and petitioning legislators. Please call us today at 866-Obey-God and give the best pledge that you can give to defend religious liberty and take a stand for Jesus Christ. We can't do it without you. Please donate today. Our thanks again to Senator Bill Armstrong. He gave me this pin right here. And it's a fish, you know, the early symbol of Christianity. It says the word Jesus right in the middle. I'm honored and we will continue to wear that with pride as I promised. Also our thanks to Dr. Ben Carson. He did not announce that he's running for president. I'm not saying that he did, but I asked him the question, would you consider? And he said, yes. So our thanks to Dr. Ben, I think he's gonna run. I think he'd make a great president along with all those other candidates at the Western Conservative Summit. Uh, please donate today if you can. Help us to bring you these important interviews. Visit PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. On tomorrow's show, an exclusive interview with Senator Jim DeMint. We'll see you then.
Chaplain Klingenschmidt is a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy who earned his Ph.D. in theology from Regent University. As a former Navy chaplain, by taking a public stand for freedom of speech and religious expression, and by sacrificing his own 16-year career and million-dollar pension, he was vindicated by the U.S. Congress, who changed the law and restored freedom for military chaplains to pray in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps not only defended the Constitution, but his petitions have helped change the law in 10 states, restoring freedom to pray in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.